his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a mostly cloudy sky and 39 degrees. President Biden says the world is watching whether the U.S. will continue to provide critical military support to Ukraine. Standing next to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, President Biden warned Congress failing to approve a security package before the end of the year would be a Christmas gift for Putin. History will judge harshly those who turn their back on freedom's cause. But the president's request, topping $105 billion for Ukraine, Israel, the Indo-Pacific, and the border, is stalled as Republicans demand immigration provisions. Holding Ukraine funding hostage in the attempt to force through an extreme Republican partisan agenda on the border is not how it works. The president says his team is working with Republicans and Democrats, but says a compromise is required. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNS has breaking news. Two persons injured in an early morning shooting in northeast Wichita. Around 1220 this morning, police were called to the 1300 block of North Poplar. One victim was hospitalized in critical condition, a second victim in serious condition. Police say the victims know the shooter or shooters, and anyone with information about the shooting is asked to call police. The Wichita City Council has approved a $1.5 million plan to help curb violence in the city. The Wichita State Community Engagement Institute will open violence interrupter sites, one in northeast Wichita, east of I-135, and another in south Wichita in the area of Pawnee and Broadway. The institute will recruit and hire in January and begin training in February. Their violence interruption and intervention program will be targeted at high-risk youth. Councilmember Brian Fry wants the community to get involved in solving this issue. I would encourage the community to support this program and help us get ahead of this because it's not getting better. The city says 74% of homicides in 2021 were committed with the use of a firearm. The three-year program will be funded through ARPA dollars. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will consider an agreement with the Kansas Department of Transportation to study the K-15 corridor with an eye toward improving safety and traffic flow on a very busy highway. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. That corridor between Wichita along K-15 to uh, to, to Derby with Spirit in between has been, a, has been a problem. It's got the train tracks going along there and uh, so... Uh, it's been a it's been a long uh, 
talked about, and now now uh, KDOT is doing a uh, a study. It's going to be a very challenging thing because of the of the railroad stuff there. Eisner commented during his weekly appearance with Stephen Hill in the morning on KNSS. The House will vote today on whether to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. During a House Rules Committee markup hearing, Colorado Democratic Congressman Jonah Goose, like other Democrats, accused Republicans of theater with a proposed vote to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. This is being done at the behest of former President Trump. And while Republicans have yet to link Hunter Biden's million-dollar business deals with foreign companies in China, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan to any wrongdoing by the president, moderate Republicans like Congressman Don Bacon of Nebraska say a formal inquiry might be worth it. Well, I think the voters deserve to know, uh, what, did, what did the Bidens do with $25 million? Where did it come in from? Where did it go? I think, and it's, it was the family business. I think the voters should know what's going on. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. KNS has news time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.08 now, eight minutes past six o'clock, a chilly 38 degrees. Republican New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu is endorsing 2024 Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley. Take a look in this direction. I have no doubt if you look in Nikki Haley's direction, you're going to love what you see. Sununu had a message for former President Donald Trump thanking him for his service, but saying it was time to move on. Harvard President Claudine Gay is keeping her job following controversial comments on campus anti-Semitism. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has the latest. Reportedly, even after losing $1 billion in donations over what may have some may have called disastrous congressional testimony about anti-Semitism, Harvard University says Claudine Gay will remain as the Ivy League's president. The school's highest governing body, the Harvard Group, reaffirming its support for Gay in a statement saying our extensive deliberations affirm our confidence that President Gay is the right leader to help our community heal and to address the very serious societal issues we are facing. Now, the Harvard Corporation now says calls for genocide are despicable and contrary to fundamental human values, which President Gay did not say during her testimony to Congress. The announcement to keep Gay comes after former University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill resigned after facing similar backlash. New Jersey's attorney general has filed suit against gun dealers for how they handled certain weapons. State AG Matt Placken singled out FSS Armory of Pinebrook for a dangerous display of guns for sale. If you stood outside the store's window, you could see stacks of unsecured weapons within plain view. Perhaps even worse, Placken said, is what seller JSD Supply and gun show merchant Eagle Shows, both of western Pennsylvania, attempted. As the show's vendors sold ghost gun products, knowing full well that ghost guns are illegal in New Jersey. Placken says he will see cash and punitive damages against them, promising these businesses will not be the last targets in what he says is a nation gripped by gun violence. Colonel Scott, Fox News. In Ohio, a man is jailed and awaiting charges for stealing chicken from a restaurant at gunpoint. Prosecutors in Hamilton County, Ohio, say 32-year-old Ahmed Abdur Rahman kicked in the door of the Pollo Shaddai restaurant in Lachland last Friday and demanded cash, though an employee refused, prompting Abdur Rahman to instead demand three pieces of chicken, which he got before his escape. I came rushing in. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's just like, 
Is everyone okay? Uh, obviously, everybody was scared. That's restaurant owner Jordi Hernandez. Police found Abdur Rahman about a block away and made the arrest. He now faces aggravated robbery and obstruction of official business. Court documents say Abdur Rahman's bond was set at $100,000. He's due in court in late December. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS 611 now, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Good morning, Steve. We have a uh, abandoned vehicle, or stalled out vehicle, one of the two, eastbound Kellogg. It's at the ramp from Hillside, uh, kind of on the right shoulder there. Those traffic volumes in that area are picking up, so watch for it to slow down a bit. Again, that's uh, eastbound Kellogg right there at the ramp from Hillside. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a cloudy sky across Wichita with some gradual clearing expected. Temperatures will trend into the upper 40s around lunchtime, 53 for the high this afternoon. Mostly cloudy overnight, to low 37. We have a low-pressure system approaching on Thursday with a high 49. Better rain chances arriving later Thursday night. I'm KMSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And now we have a mostly cloudy sky and east wind at just 6 miles per hour. Not much wind this morning and 38 degrees. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Hey. Welcome Jad back. Jad had a little time Welcome off. Welcome back, there. Jad. Yeah. Hey. It's nice to... Yeah, I, I couldn't even get through saying that, it, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay to be back. It's, I, it's okay. It's it's good <laughs> to see you guys. There we go. And you've only got a three-day work week. And that see. was almost sincere. Almost. Yeah. Close. <laughs> what a, what as close a, as I can approximate. A ringing endorsement here. Yes. Yeah, well... Oh, well. That's an honest, an honest take on it, the first day back. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right, 613, Steve and Ted. This is uh, Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. So we've got about 12 days left until Christmas Day. We've got a partly cloudy day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 55 degrees, normal high 48. On this date in 1975, unusual December severe thunderstorms raked south central Kansas. Several were extremely powerful with winds that reached 100 miles per hour. Extensive damage occurred in Wichita and Hutchinson. However, details of the damage were not available. That from the National Weather Service. And on this date in 2000, Republican Governor, uh, Republican George W. Bush, that is, claimed the presidency a day after the U.S. Supreme Court shut down for the recounts of disputed ballots in Florida. Democrat Al Gore conceded, delivering a call for national unity. All right. And we haven't had any such. We haven't. <laughs> U.S. auto safety regulators say they have taken the first step toward requiring requiring devices in vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. The National Highway Traffic Administration announced Tuesday that it is starting the process of putting a new federal safety standard in place requiring the technology in all new passenger vehicles. NHTSA and a group of 16 automakers are researching technology that would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired. The driver would not have to blow into a tube, and a sensor would check the driver's breath. Another company working on light technology that could test for blood alcohol in a person's finger, the group said. So, interesting. Trying to get some technology going there to to uh, keep people from driving while impaired. We had a uh, yesterday interviewed for this weekend's Issues show, Lynn Packer, who is uh, the Sedgwick County uh, uh, Public uh, uh, Utilities Director. And, of course, he has 
jurisdiction over all the, the roadways in the county, mm-hmm. including the, the intersections and so forth, since they're in the process of looking at all of them right now and making trying to make sure that they all at least have signs up there where they're supposed to. But I think some of these accidents we've been having, Ted, that one in Butler County, what, yesterday, two days ago, where the veterinarian was killed, obviously from the, from the video, there was a stop sign there. Huge somebody, stop sign. Somebody ran it. Somebody ran it. Yeah. yeah. So watch what you're doing out there. We want you to, we want you listeners to keep listening for as long as you can. Yeah, deadly consequences. Virginia authorities have determined that a Tesla was operating on its autopilot system and was driving 70 miles per hour on a 45 mile per hour road. In the moments leading to a crash with a crossing tractor trailer last July that killed the Tesla driver, the death of Pablo Teodoro III is the third since 2016 in which a Tesla that was using autopilot ran underneath a crossing tractor trailer, raising oh. quest- questions about the partially automated system safety and where it should operate. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't think I'd feel real comfortable just locking into that thing and then taking a siesta. So, uh, but we'll see. There's a, by the way, there's my car is a, my new car. Mm-hmm. Is a 2019. Right. So it's a four-year-old car. But it's got some really neat little safety features that, that the, the last car I had didn't have. It's a Honda. And, uh, you know, like the backup camera is good, but you can't, mm-hmm. you can't trust that 100%. You, I don't anyway because there's some blind spots in that. But there, there are sensors and things that uh, on this new car that uh, I really like. I think they can probably go a little further with them. But, yeah, Detroit's trying to build some safety features yeah. in them. Technology helps. It's a driver, driver error. It's hard to correct that. My dad has a has a newer truck with one of those backup cameras. I I was riding in him with it on the during my time off, and he started to back up, and I looked down at his backup camera, and there was there was nothing. I mean, you, you look down, and you could just kind of see gray hmm. all the way across the screen. And I looked up, and I said, "Dad, what's wrong with your backup camera?" And he goes, "It rained. I live on a dirt road." <laughs> there, there you go. Backup camera doesn't work when that happens. Don't trust about 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 617, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS on a Wednesday morning. Let's take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. And uh, what a finish to the Wichita State volleyball season. Last night, the championship match of the NIVC postseason tournament, Wichita State on the road at UTEP, a team that had not lost at home all season long. Well, guess what? The Shockers put that to an end. Wichita State in the championship match with a sweep on the road at UTEP. Three sets to zero in front of a sellout crowd of 3,300 people. The Shockers finished the season with a record of 26-8. and eight. They won 15 sets in the tournament and lost only one set. Mm. Just a great wow. finish to the season for the Shockers. Uh, UTEP's only home loss of the season. The Shockers won 9 out of 10 to finish up their season. With 26 wins. Emerson Wilford had 11 kills and three block shots. Gabby Moss had a dozen digs. And the Shockers win the NIVC Postseason Tournament Championship. And they've played very well at the end of the season. Good stuff for Shocker Volleyball. High school basketball season is underway. Get, uh, got some things going on. But in high school boys basketball action last night. Wichita Heights is off to a great start on the season. Heights wins at South by 41 points, 84-43. The Heights boys are off to a 3-0 start on the season. Let's go to the National Hockey League. The Edmonton Oilers win at home last night. They beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1. to 
Edmonton now on an eight-game winning streak. One point back for a postseason spot. Starting goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner. 22 saves, his seventh straight win. And on defense for Edmonton, another former Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, had a block shot and a hit. I watched that game. Skinner was very good. He's uh, he's on a roll right now, as yeah. is Edmonton as a whole. Yeah, the Oilers are an eight-game winning streak right now in the NHL. And a couple of former Thunder guys helping Edmonton to that victory. Let's go to the NBA last night where the Dallas Mavericks won at home. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers 127-125. to Coming off the bench for the Mavericks as a sixth man, former Kansas Jayhawk Markeith Morris. He had a couple of rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Mavericks have won four in a row. They're in the number three spot in the Western Conference. And a happy birthday today to golfer Tom Shaw is 85 years old today. Wichita native, four-time winner on the PGA Tour, and he won one major on the Senior Tour. Career highlight for Tom Shaw, the Wichita native, he beat Arnold Palmer to win the Bing Crosby National Pro-Am at Pebble Beach in 1971. Wow. Wichita native Tom Shaw. It's his birthday today. He's 85 years old. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 621 now. Keep it up for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Some good things about vacations. Aha. Let's hear about that coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Packensage, Ted Woodward. 38 degrees here on this Wednesday morning with Steve and Ted. At Tuesday's meeting, the Wichita City Council agreed to a $300,000 capital campaign funding agreement with the Kansas African American Museum. The museum has purchased a new property at 201 North Main in downtown Wichita and plans to use the capital campaign to complete renovations there. The Wichita Public Library Foundation and the city have signed a MOU for funding improvements at West Link, Alford, Maya Angelou, and Rockwell Branch Libraries. The foundation is about halfway to its $2 million capital campaign goal. Finally, a $2.6 million contract renewal for next year with Visit Wichita was approved. Visit Wichita promotes tourism, sports, and convention activities to the city. In 2022, visitors spent approximately $1.5 billion in the Wichita area and contributed over $200 million in state and local taxes. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Low Income Energy Assistance Program will be opening the application process Monday instead of waiting until the first of the year. The program helps retain or restore electricity, natural gas, or propane to heat homes. Program manager Lewis Kimsey says they're encouraging anyone who needs help to apply. We'd much rather they apply and we have to tell them that they're not eligible as opposed to them not applying and they are in fact eligible and don't get to benefit from the program. More than 42,000 people applied for assistance last year. More are expected this winter. Lawmakers in Topeka are at odds again on school funding. They're looking at figures from an audit to determine if districts are using state funding properly. Lewisburg is currently the only district that has come into question. Representative Christy Williams, an Augusta Republican, says the audit would show them where the money is being spent. If this small sampling of one or two helped us better understand if it was trackable in some of these other areas or these other fund areas. Democrat lawmakers argued... 
that spending should be left up to local school boards, and a statewide audit is not necessary. Thousands of migrants continue to cross the southern border into the United States. Fox's Griff Jenkins has the latest from Eagle Pass, Texas. They are absolutely getting hammered in both Lukeville, Arizona, and here in Eagle Pass, Texas. A thousand miles separate us, but it's the same storm of migrants surging. We started before the sun was up. It was 37 degrees, freezing cold, and they had multiple groups of well over 100 in four different places at the same time throughout the morning, just hammering these agents, stretching the resources, pulling the manpower across this sector. Most of the migrants are from Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Colombia in this area, but we did confirm with sources they've had eight Russians come across today, along with one Iranian. Customs and Border Patrol reporting that there were 241,000 encounters at the southern border in October. Viral new video shows referees breaking into a fight in Colorado at a fourth-grade basketball game. Fox's Kevin Cork tells us more. These referees, uh, they all need to be hit with technical fouls. All right, so here's the story. Three refs at a Colorado youth basketball game were throwing hands. I mean, they're throwing punches left, right, getting tackled in the middle of the court, surrounded by horrified onlookers. Are you tripping or what? The brawl broke out during a fourth-grade boys' basketball game Saturday morning in Lakewood. That's just west of Denver. Two of the refs walking toward each other aggressively. One takes a swing. A third runs over and tackles one of them, and then they all fall, all within a few feet of the young players. The referees' independent contractors were immediately removed and are no longer permitted to work for the company. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. As clouds and moisture continue to approach from the southwest, we have some dry air aloft that may keep precipitation from forming today. With a clearing sky, our high 53. Clouding back up tonight to low 37. Sunny and cool on Thursday with a high 49. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. And now a mostly cloudy sky, 38 degrees. Not much wind out there. East at 6 miles per hour. Stephen Thin of the morning here on KNSS 633 on Wednesday morning, December 13th on this date in 2003. Saddam Hussein was captured by U.S. forces while hiding in a hole under a farmhouse in Adwar, Iraq, near his hometown of Tikrit. Hiding in a hole. He'd been the big, powerful leader of Iraq, dictator, and had done some awfully brutal things, and they caught him hiding in a hole. Uh, an under an unsophisticated uh, way to go, Ted. Did you hear that? Uh, did you hear the story we had just a moment ago? It's really interesting. It's funny, funny in a way, but kind of disturbing too. About a couple of basketball referees out mm-hmm. doing a fourth grade game, and apparently there were three of them doing a fourth grade basketball game, and they were going to get yeah, into a tussle, start beating each other up at center court or something. Great. I haven't seen a viral the uh, viral video, but I'd sure like to see it. I mean. You figure down in some player or coach is going to have a disagreement with, with uh, an umpire or an official, but you don't very often see referees going at it to these strike three at each other. Yeah, where they find these guys? Have you, have you ever known anybody, anybody who officiates? Who yeah. does it? Yeah, I was trying to think of. Uh, um, I think it, I think it's Carrie Carrie Dixon. I don't know if you know Carrie friend of the families. He's done up to high school. I don't know what he's doing these days, whether he's still doing it or not. And there was a fellow that... Uh, yeah, I worked with him for a while. Did you carry? 
uh, his uh, Carrie's mom babysat my son when he was little. <laughs> so we know him pretty well. He, I watched him ref a game or two, and I, he's, I thought he was pretty good. Um, and then the, the one that uh, I'm stringing my memory back to the early 70s. Uh, my wife worked at Farm Credit Banks with a, with a fellow by the name of Howard Rowe. You ever know hear of him? I've heard that name. Howard, uh, he's passed away. He, he was he wound up in Colorado. He officiated NFL. I don't know if he did any Super Bowl games. His wife was the music teacher at Hadley Junior High. And I had her as, her, as, a, as a teacher. And then my wife got to work with Howard. Fine guy. Very good guy. Those, those who are good at it are, are, are treasures. No doubt about it. Yeah, those who are good at it are treasures, and you don't even know that they're there. No, really? Really? No. I was thinking they the— appreciate the game. The game's over, and you don't even notice them. I was thinking about uh, uh, watching how much, you know, how much contact uh, is allowed anymore in basketball, and just particularly in the way it's the very people carry the ball and do stupid things. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And it reminded me of a guy who officiated high school games here in Wichita back in the day named Johnny Overby. Yeah, another good official name. From long this guy, ago. I, swear, I swear to goodness, the guy was the neatest man I had ever seen. You know, he was Fred Astaire. Yeah. In a striped shirt. Yeah. And he carried himself like that. Yes. Very graceful. Very, yeah. I think it seemed like he wore a cummerbund <laughs> wow. around his waist. That, I, that could be distorted. But I remember him watching him officiate a game. And if you reached in, if you even tried to reach in to, to hit a ball, you were a whistle. He did not like any contact. Wow. Well, he would not do well in today's game. Well, he was in charge, though, and everything was, it was like almost like ballet when he was out there signifying who was fouled and how many <laughs> shots are going to. Johnny Overby, I wonder what ever happened to him. Was he a golfer, too? I don't know. Right. Memory serves me up to a point, and then that's it. Now, yeah, I know. That's the way it is. Um, scientists have discovered an enormous fossil of a menacing predatory marine reptile Ooh. described as an underwater T-Rex Oh, that terrorized the ocean some 150 million years ago. We need to get a Sharknado movie about oh, this really? creature. Uh, the fo- uh, fossilized skull of a pleosaur was found earlier this year in a towering cliff on England's south coast. Oh, my. And if you'd like to find out more. I want to catch that on you. You need a bigger boat. Yeah. If you'd like to find out more about this, it's on our webpage. Stories on our webpage, knssradio.com. How about that? Yeah, check that out. Cleosar. 637 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here in KNSS. And speaking of fossils and older things, it's time for our KNSS Commodities Update. Wow. (laughs) With Tom Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Oh, I don't know about that, Steve. <laughs> uh, well, good morning, yes, guys. Sir. Yes, sir. Well, news-wise, it was a quiet session for the cattle complex Tuesday. Despite the lack of fresh news, the futures trading volume was good for the live cattle and feeder cattle yesterday. The cattle complex traded two-sided and managed to close positive for the third straight session. As some contracts saw five- to seven-session highs, the lean hog futures traded mixed yesterday, and only Feb and April contracts closed positive. At the close, February live cattle, 70 cents higher, 168.60. J and feeders, $1.30 higher, 
$1.25. In February, lean hogs, 92 cents higher at 68.25. Well, Tuesday, the wheat futures closed with double-digit upside as it regained most of its losses from Monday's downside. The soybean complex closed on the negative side. An unknown destination bought 198,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans. Now, our energy markets took a big hit to the downside yesterday. And overnight, the newly elected president in Argentina has announced the valuation of the peso, devaluing it by about 50%. And this may make Argentina's ag products more attractive in the world market, especially if they do do away with export taxes on their wheat and corn down there. Probably will not see that on their soybeans. This might lead to some of the downside we've seen overnight in the market, kind of a knee-jerk reaction. March KC wheat's down nine and a quarter cents at six forty-seven and a half. March corn down three cents at four eighty-two and a quarter. March soybeans eight and a quarter lower at thirteen thirty-four and a half. Now January crude oil is twenty-five cents higher at sixty-eight eighty-six. February gold three dollars and sixty cents higher at nineteen hundred ninety-six eighty. The March S and P five and a quarter points higher at forty-seven hundred two and a half. While the March dollar index is six cents higher at one hundred three fifty-two. And March Dow Jones futures thirty-eight points higher at 37,005. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Love for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, it's uh, just a few days left. Actually, just a few days left in the year, right? Two weeks about. Uh, and it doesn't look like it's we're going to... awful close. doesn't look like we're going to get anywhere near what we usually do in moisture here in Sedgwick County. How about you and Butler? About the same? Yeah, we're going to come up on the short end of the stick and... Uh, it's a time of the year where, you know, you don't get much rain. You do see some snow, snow yeah. and it's going to make next spring very important on having some adequate rainfall. Yeah. Well, how many how many years have we had not enough rain and almost drought, drought conditions? Again? Well, it depends on what part of the state you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've got a longer period of time in the western part of the state than we have here in the eastern part of the state. Yeah. But it seems like every time there's there's rain, it's either... North or south of here, of us here in Cedric County and Butler County, but uh, and it's usually pretty spotted. It's not a yeah. big general rain that lasts for twenty four, thirty six hours, covers a large area. That's a good point. We just I haven't seen one of those. I don't think we've seen one of those in years. Right? I know what you're talking about, but uh, yeah, some now and then there was a, a frontal just it'll just kind of linger and stop right over South Central Kansas and give us a good soaking. But that hasn't happened for a while. Right. As long nope, as and we definitely need runoff because we have lakes and ponds that yeah. are extremely low and in some areas are completely dry plus we need snow if, if santa's going to get that sleigh down on the roof without damaging the the, the the shingles up there right oh that's exactly right i forgot about that <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you tom tom leffler of leffler commodities coming up don grant cfe oh santa will find a way the money tracker planning for that bucket list oh okay Ooh. That's Don on the way. Steve at the end of the morning here on KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Missed revenue expectations. The Dow winners, Salesforce, American Express, and Visa. The Dow decliners, Chevron, Disney, and Verizon. The Dow up 173 points. The Nasdaq up 101. S&P 500 up 21. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Planning for that bucket list. Mm -hmm. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted and Jad. You know, if you're like me at all. No. (laughs) We know that. You probably don't have enough wavelength to handle much beyond the busy holiday season that we're enjoying right now. But when you have that rare moment of respite, this is a great time of year to think about your plans for next year. That includes checking off things like things on your bucket list. Well, have you actually ever made a bucket list? Some people may think about, oh, I'd like to do that sometime. But, well, this is the first step. It may be a dynamic list that changes over time. But if you put it in writing, you are much more likely to to make some of those plans to do it, actually get her done. If you like to, let's say you want to circumnavigate the goal in 80, the, the globe in 80 days, you're going to need some capital. Perhaps 2024 is a year you begin to build up the cash reserves to pay for that trip. Flesh it out and begin research on which cities, the best time of year, and what you want to do and see at each stop. This takes real detailed planning. The better you plan, the easier it will be to put a price tag on the adventure. And it's time to begin now. If you're taking a ride in the uh, the you know, if you if taking a ride in the front seat of a World War II biplane may be on your list, and that it be a little bit more accessible and uh, and affordable. Research where you can find an airport that offers rides in a stagger wing or a steerman. It may be fun to include it in a longer road trip vacation. If that's the case, where would that be, and when's the best time of year to do it? The cost and whether you'll need to save for the trip is very important but not the only consideration. Your bucket list may include climbing three 14ers in Colorado in three days. Now you need to consider your health. Do you have the right equipment? And are you capable of scaling a a few mountaintops? If not, find someone to help you train for that feat. Schedule that now. Much of the exploration of how the items on your bucket list will be crafted will need to be done by you. When it comes to paying for it, Involve your certified financial planner pro in that decision. She can work with you to help you ensure that the money is there when you need it. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 
So you got your Christmas shopping taken care of? Pretty much, pretty are much. Are you doing my, online or are you going to the shops? I, I, well, some of it, you know, I'm spending time with my daughters, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of it. But where we're going, we're having to travel to, so I don't want to have to have people travel there and then carry stuff back. Gosh, so some yeah. of it is is going to their house. Some of it I've bought locally, and I'm gonna just take with me the smaller stuff. And I was reminded by my daughter that I I had forgotten about my nephew. Now he's out of town, so he's not going to hear this. But mm-hmm. so I've got to I've got to find something for him now. So how about you? You got yours done? I've, or I or do you not even do my, any Christmas? My shopping? wife is doing some online. We've already done some of the shops. I'm I think I'm done. Did you get her that new Mercedes Benz with a bow with the, on top with of the it? Bow, yeah, yeah. No, I just oh. put a big uh, put a big bow on top of my head and give her a nice kiss. Which is more worth more than any Mercedes Benz. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the way. I'm How about Ted? You got all your shopping uh, done? That is no. I've got all my in-person shopping done, and there's a couple things I still need to do online. Okay. Okay. All good. Right. Good. Well, Boy, you know what here. warms the cockles of my heart? Your cockles are warm. Huh? The good. is seeing the last three <laughs> weekends. I'm not touching that one. The last three weekends, I've driven past all the major like shopping areas, like yeah, up on yeah. Greenwich and Thirty Seventh, and you okay. know, and uh, Town East and Town. You know, I'm loving it. Stuff. Those par- parking mm-hmm. lots are packed, mm-hmm. and that that I sign think... of people spending money, making this economy churn, baby. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, if you're yeah. out there shopping, shopping, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Today is the National Day of the Horse. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> oh, good. Encouraging good. people yeah, in the United good. States. To be mindful of the contribution of horses to the economy, oh, quit nagging. history, and character of the United States. The domesticated horse we know today, also known as Equus Cabalus, was introduced into North America by Spanish explorers. You knew that, right? Oh, yeah, conquistadors. Yeah, in the uh, yeah. land robbers. The Native Americans found them and just went to crazy, went crazy with them. They figured out how to use them. They went crazy horse. Yeah, they went crazy horse. And it, I'm not a big horse fan my, myself. I don't know. Are you guys horse fans? I oh, admire them. Definitely. Okay. When I was a kid, uh, you of course, I loved, I wanted to be a cowboy when I grew up. So I wanted to ride a horse anytime I could. So, uh, I don't know, five, six years old, they took me to Kitty Land, mm-hmm. uh-huh. parents, and they had these ponies you could ride. Mm-hmm. Around so in I, a circle. I have a little cowboy hat on and everything, and yeah, they put me on there, and yeah, you just go down the path. And I'm kicking the crap out of this thing, and it's not doing that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, anyway, I'm not a big fan. I was uh, once thrown... Rather violently from a horse up in Colorado. Did and you get wait back? Wait a minute. You told the Kitty Land story, but not that one? Huh? What? <laughs> well, tell us about getting thrown off a horse. Well, I was up there at the, at the summer camp, up there at the youth camp, at the YMCA camp with my buddies. And we went horseback riding, and we galloped the horses back to the barn. And when we got to the end, of my horse stuck its nose up the rump of another horse in front of it. And we stopped abruptly, and I went through the air like... Ichabod oh. Crane, you know, and, uh, and uh, did you did get a complete flip about eight or nine feet up and landed him flat on my back? Did you get right back up on I that did. horse and ride I it? Did. I did, and uh, and uh, from then on, I I don't like horses. You're like Gregory Peck in the Big Country. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> what was that horse's name? Was it Diablo or, uh, some, or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, the Big Country. All right, wow. it's horse day, but a lot of people like him, and and uh, uh, who? Who can argue with that, right? Yeah. They're all right, Jeff majestic. says, that's all for now. We're going to come up here in a 7 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted to get the news on the way. President and Republicans disagree over funding for Ukraine. And we had a couple of people shot in northeast Wichita early this morning. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.